capable of the most incredible change. We can evolve while still staying true to who we are. We can honor who we've been and choose who we want to be next. Now's your chance. How about it? Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about an episode called The Woman Who Fell to Earth. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And this episode is written by Chris Chibnall. It's the first episode to feature Chris Chibnall's production, producing uh, executive producer. He's taken over from Stephen Moffat. It's also the first episode to feature... Jody Whitaker as the doctor. Yes. So this is set in South Yorkshire, but uh, in a city called Sheffield. And there's a, uh, an, I don't know, there's a lot about a bicycle riding in the beginning, but it doesn't have much to do with the plot. Um, there's this tentacled alien thing that attacks a train and... The doctor falls through the roof, and things progress from there. So, um, very exciting to watch this. We'll talk about the presentation of the episode later. Uh, we'll actually just talk about the actual story to start with, and we'll go right to the meat of the whole thing. What do you guys think of the new doctor? I liked her. I thought she was really good. I mean... She was a little more tenant-y than uh, Capaldi, and you know, but I liked her. Yeah. I don't have any complaints. Yes. I have no complaints, but I usually wait a couple episodes in before I make judgment on a new doctor. So. Yeah, yeah I because, am. Because the first one is not what they really are. They're always like, I don't know who I am, blah, 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 the whole regeneration. Right. And so I usually wait a couple episodes in to make a judgment. Yeah, I, I usually it, it comes to me when there's a really good episode that they really shine in, and sometimes it takes a while. Um, you know, sometimes it takes a season or two. Um, and in this case... I see glimmers of of good stuff. I'm like, there's nothing that I saw that made me want to go, oh, God, let's go on to someone else. You know, she, she did everything that, you know, and, and there was, I smiled a couple of times at some of the stuff that she said and how she acted. So there was nothing that I saw to complain about. <laughs> but I also saw some glimmers of neat stuff. Um, and I don't have, I didn't have any problem with, like, Oh, she's a female as opposed to male. That didn't bother me at all. She, within two minutes, she sort of turned to me and said, you know, don't even think about it. I'm the doctor and that's it. And so I, I settled down and I didn't have to worry about that. So. Yeah, I mean, she she just didn't seem um, any different than anybody else as soon as they regenerate. Yeah. You know, she was she was odd. She couldn't remember things. She had the sparkle things coming out of her. Um, she collapsed. She, you know, she did all the things that they do. Although, thankfully, she wasn't asleep for the entire episode. Yeah. Um, and and she was, 
you know, a little manic and a little bit all over the place. Like, you know, several of them have been upon regeneration. So, I like, but, I like how she was building stuff. Like, she really got into that. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's something that maybe continues. Like, maybe she becomes a little bit of a MacGyver type of character, like, can build stuff and everything. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of the Sonic Screwdriver. I've never been, and it's back. And it's hopefully it doesn't savor every single episode, and hopefully it's not overused. But it was used quite a bit in this episode, so that was a little unfortunate. I like how she kept reaching for it and you know, empty pockets and stuff. That was, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the, the whole building part, building all the stuff and all that. Yeah. That, that was good. Yeah, it was cool. It was a little steampunky, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, I, I do hope that she's more of a tinkerer than, the, than uh, Capaldi was. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned the bike riding. Um, I do remember wondering if I was watching the same, the right program when they started <laughs> doing that. I was like, "What is this? Is this some sort of?" Uh... But it, that's, I had that because I had the DVR and they had that stupid pre-party on, so I was fast-forwarding it. Yeah. And then I just see a kid, the guy Ryan on the bike, and I was like, "Is this it?" Yeah. And then they showed Graham. I was like, "Oh yeah!" So I had to do the. Re- fast reverse and then start over again <laughs> yeah so ryan sinclair he's the kid on the bike uh-huh. um they explained later on that he had uh dyspraxic dyspraxia dyspraxia and he's trying to learn how to, how to ride a bike and more than likely he will probably um figure out how to ride a bike by the end of the season <laughs> uh, no i, I or at least by the time he leaves. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and I feel like this is sort of, um, here he is, he's, he has some disabilities or challenges, and traveling with the doctor, or, or maybe not traveling with the doctor, but just hanging out with the doctor, he'll he'll overcome these, these things. And hopefully he still has some family left. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, dyspraxia is basically a, a coordination disorder, so... Yes. Apparently, he's going to be very clumsy. So, um, I was very, it was very upsetting to me to see him sitting on the edge of a cliff and his mother kind of patting him on the back. And I got nervous by that because if he does have a balance problem, he's right on the edge of that cliff and he looks like he's <laughs> going to fall over. Uh, that was a little disturbing. Um, so, I, was, I didn't know what it was until his grandma actually said yeah, what it was. Well, yeah, so. me, me neither, but. And then he threw the bike about six miles um, <laughs> down a hill um, to a forest. There was no forest in the shots, but then there was later on. So that was a little odd to get from that scene to, the, to that scene. But um, he has a temper, so I don't know if that's going to come back into it. He just throws the bike away. But well, The bike was in good condition in that tree. Yeah, <laughs> especially since it was so far. Well, anyways, little minor details. Um, I thought Ryan Sinclair was pretty good um, as a companion. It's hard to tell. I will make a comment. I thought there was too many characters in this, too many companions. I said that as soon as they announced them all, but there were a lot of people to, to cover, 
Not as many yeah. now. Not as many now, but there were more. <laughs> um, so I don't know how they're going to be able to shuffle all of these characters. Yeah, they, I, I think I read somewhere that they're going to sort of focus more on one character for each episode, which I don't know how that's going to work either. So I guess okay. we'll see. Because yeah. I did think that um, uh, Mandy Gill, who, who plays Yasmin, the, the police constable, I thought she was, like, she had nothing to do. Like, her first scene was great. Yeah. And she's breaking up that traffic or parking argument. Yeah. I thought she was great, and then she kind of didn't have anything else to do. Well, that usually is what happens when they have too many companions. Someone's always left out. Yeah. It was a problem in the Harnell era, and it was a problem in Davidson's era. So there's always that one person pushed to the side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I wonder how long the, um, the grandfather or step-grandfather, um, Graham... Is going to be there. Uh, uh, Bradley Walsh apparently is. I I have friends in England who are very excited to see him on there, but I don't know who he is. Yeah. Uh, well, since his character is in remission for cancer, they could easily kill him off. They could, yeah. And then Ryan. Oh, apparently he was in the Sarah Jane Adventures. Oh. Who knew? And Ryan could fall off a cliff, so we could be down to one companion by the end of the uh, season. So, <laughs> um, so a lot of companions. Um, now, I will say this: overall, I thought this looked and felt a lot different as a story. It felt a lot different than than what we're used to for Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. um, I it didn't feel as cartoonish or jokey. Which is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that too. I was just like, I was nervous about cartoonishy and jokey, and it and it kept itself serious for the most part. Yeah, I mean, it had its its amusing moments. Well, I don't um, mind that. It's just that even the color palette was subdued, and hats off to the music. I, I thought the music was great. It wasn't overpowering. It wasn't. It didn't take over the show. It was, yeah. it was good. It, it was like I can't even describe it because it was subtle, and it was in the background, and it really, you know, this there's some scary moments in this episode, and the music really fit it well. It didn't go da 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 da, you know, it didn't overdo it. Like, it wasn't over dramatic. Yep, I agree. I, I I liked the new theme. I thought it was good. Really? Can you tell us about it? Because I didn't see it. It was at the it was at the end. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't see it on the end on BBC America. I did hear it online. I went online and they showed. Oh, um, the, the guest. The, hey, these are the guest stars on the on the season this year. Let's talk about that <laughs> later. That we're going to talk about that later. Um, yeah. So I did listen to the music. I'm being sarcastic um, about BBC America, but I did like it. I liked the theme a lot. Mhm. Mm so. It was more pared down, I thought, than it has been recently. It was getting a little over orchestrated. Yeah. And I'd like to, I can't wait to see an opening credits. I, I was surprised that they didn't have it. Yeah. Well, I, I read somewhere in one of the things that we were posting on the Facebook page that they weren't going to have an opening credits until the second episode. Yeah, still. I, and I forgot why. what was the reason, but I, I remember, I think I, I read it in an interview with Chris Chibnall, I think. So, huh. um, the quote of the episode, anyone? 
what's the quote of the episode? I have it written down here. Uh, it's oh, a, Bob, Bob, Bob the Builder will fix it type thing. No, no, this is um, the quote I liked was, "Eat my salad, Halloween." Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know who that guy was, but uh, it was kind of funny. He's a drunk. Yeah, I know, but. It's, <laughs> Eat my salad, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yep. Uh. And what did we think of Tim Shaw? Tim Shaw. <laughs> I, I I thought the villain was the low point of the whole story. It was kind of, it wasn't that, the, the, it wasn't memorable, that's for sure. It was. Uh, it wasn't memorable? He had teeth in his face. Well, that was pretty gross. The teeth in the, in the face, I, I thought, um... I thought it was good. It's an original monster. It's original aliens, so I'm going to give another hats off to that because I, I'm glad it wasn't a Cyberman or a Dalek or something. Um, so extra yes. credit for that. Um, he was good. I, I didn't have any problems with him. Um, I think that's going to scare the bejesus out of little kids who watch this show. Yeah. Um... I think so. It, it, it's real. You're still losing your teeth? That's going to scare you. Well, I mean, and if this is pretty... Well, if you figure how big a tooth is, then how much far he jabbed it into his face. Yeah. <laughs> this the is tooth a, is at least a good inch long with the roots and all that. This is a pretty gr gr grisly episode because obviously he, he's killing people and, and he takes the teeth out, so... Um, and he shows us that he has teeth all over, and he's and he's apparently still alive because he disappeared before he. Well, he he, he might still be alive. He disappeared before he kind of disintegrated or whatever. Well, she said she put those bombs in him, so. Yeah, but then he also he teleported away. I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's, yeah. It was hard to tell what happened to him. Yeah, so he might come back. Uh, but he looked impressive when when he was coming out of that cocoon or whatever. He looked really big and and tall and mm -hmm. um, I kind of like how they they dealt with that. The cocoon looked like a giant blue Smurf turd. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. did. It just looked like a dropping so, so <laughs> poop emoji. Yes. So it, by it, a big it giant look a little Smurf. Bit homemade. Like paper mache. Yeah, like the, the fans will make one for the next convention we go to. There'll be one sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> um. I thought the tentacle wired thing that was coming through the train was pretty impressive too. I thought the effect was good as well, and the lighting in that was really good as well. Uh, we didn't have green lights coming down or red lights like the stylistic Moffat. It was more real and and well done, um, adding to the tone, I thought. Mm-hmm. And it was proper scary. Mm hmm You know, and, and uh, yeah, I, I did, I liked it, I liked that the episode was darker, like, visually darker. Yep. Um, than it has been recently. Although I did have to close my blinds so I could see what was going on. Yeah. The um. Now this is what sixty-five minutes. This episode. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, it seemed longer than that. It did seem longer. But that's because there was a lot of commercials. But well, uh, I was at some point I was thinking that this this story might have been just a tad too long. They could have shortened it a little bit. Well, here's here's what I noticed, and I don't necessarily think it's a good or a bad thing. I tend to go good because I didn't like a lot of stuff that Moffat was doing. I like that there's a moment where the doctor says something and they walk over and there's a moment where the audience can absorb what was said, absorb where they are. They're not running all the time. I didn't see them running a lot. You didn't have that, that frantic music of where they're running to the, um, the big crane at the end. They walked to the crane. They walked over. They said, okay, let's go do this. And it, and it was the pacing, I thought, was better. For my yeah. older heart, maybe is <laughs> I, I just didn't have to. When it's when there's danger, there'll be. I'm sure they'll they'll it, it'll speed up, but it doesn't have to be constant running from from you know from one location to another. And that extra sixty, that extra few minutes gives them gives a little extra time for characterization, which I don't. There's a little bit of that in this episode. I think they could have done a better job with that. Because like you said, most of the characters really... There's too many characters. They didn't have enough time to go around with all of them. Yeah, I I, I think that was one drawback. That, that there were so many characters that seemed like they could have been really good. Mm-hmm. You know, The grandmother, I thought, was really well fleshed out. And... Um, the and Graham a little bit, not as much, um, but like I, you know, I have no opinion about about Yasmin, Yasmin because she didn't have anything to do. Like you don't get any backstory on her. Yeah. But you got a lot more backstory on Ryan, yeah. especially at the end. You know, I thought the end was was pretty effective. Yeah. Well, they talked about his dad being two hours late and. Um, he doesn't show up a lot. And... Yeah. I, I like the, um, at the beginning, we, we see him talking about the greatest woman he's ever known. And I, you being used to Moffat all these years, and, and, and um, Russell T. Davis are like, oh, he's talking about the doctor. But then they right. twisted it at the end and said, no, he's obviously talking about his mother. And I grandma. thought that was... Or his, or yeah, I kind of yeah. figured he was talking about the grandmother when yeah. they went to the bike scene, and and I kind of figured, well, she's probably not going to survive this episode because what would be a reason for Graham to go into the TARDIS if she was still around? Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, it's too bad because I really liked her. So, I didn't pick up on this until after the episode was over. But is the title of this episode about the grandmother? I. Th- it might be. It might be. I mean, she fell, too. Yeah. You know, she crashed through the top of the train. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know. I assumed it was about the doctor and not yeah. about the So I guess there's, you, you could take I think it it's about the, I think it's about the grandmother, because it starts with him on that YouTube clip. Yeah. And it's really centered around her a lot. Yeah. And, and I didn't feel, I, I hate to say this, I didn't feel really bad for her. Uh, I don't know what she was doing up there in the first place, but I I, I get it. But um, again, one or two less com- 
characters, and I think we, we might have gotten a little bit better on her. We just I didn't know her that well. There wasn't enough for me. I, I do want to watch the episode again, which is rare for me to say, but I, I want to kind of absorb it a little more. But um, that other guy that was the target, he was he took up a little bit too much time. I thought he he wasn't really an important character, really, and he ended up being. Did we character. really need to see him doing his self help? tapes and why he's in the Yeah, brain. I don't know. They were trying to give him a little extra time. It was like Stuart Smalley. God damn it, people <laughs> like me. And he's like talking in the mirror. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was amusing. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's... Anything else about the actual episode itself? I love the speech um, she makes at the end where she talks about how things change and you can st stay true to the original or whatever. And he was basically talking about her and and being a new doctor. Yeah. But it, it was targeted to something else, but it was kind of, it fit really well. Yeah, no, I thought that was, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was, that was fine. There was no, but it, end, yeah, go ahead. But it ended on a cliffhanger. So, I mean, how many episodes actually end on a cliffhanger in a new, new Who? Yeah. What was it again? I can't remember. The they're oh, they're all dying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all dead. They're all dead, that's now. right. Okay. So now that's it. That, that, you were right. It's the last episode. So, um, <laughs> didn't see that coming. So, um, oh, what was I going to say about that? Regeneration... They're looking for the TARDIS. I wonder if this is going to be an ongoing thing. He said there's no story arcs, but they seem to be on the trail of the TARDIS now. Yeah, yeah and that's one thing that I, I get, I, you know, I've, I've heard that too, and I kind of have a problem with because this, the Tim Shaw bad guy says that he's got all these, they've got all these people just in stasis, and wouldn't the doctor go and rescue them? Yeah, well, that's why I think he's still alive, Tim Shaw, and I think they're going to address this later down the line. I think it's an ongoing story, or or it's, they'll continue it later on. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I mean... It just seems like a pretty big, unfinished part of the story. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that guy was looking for his sister, or his sister? His sister, yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, there, there's enough in this story to lead you to, like, they, they either, they should do something about it. Whether they do or not is, but they should do something. Right. They put enough, dangled enough out there that we probably, they probably should deal with it. Right. Um, I didn't think that this story had overdramatics. We didn't have that push into the doctor where she was talking about something, and I, I didn't feel like... Like like the like in the past where you know they were up on a a cliff and and you know it it just didn't feel to me that it felt it felt more realistic all the stuff that was being done yeah it wasn't like overblowing everything it wasn't bombastic yeah that's right so um we we live in America the three of us so I we have to kind of make comment about. BBC America and the simulcast. Um, the C stands for commercials. 
The <laughs> simulcast stands for lie. Simulcast means, I, I was going to have the description in the dictionary here, but I forgot. It basically means it's, it's at the same time, simultaneous. And that's not true. It went simultaneous for like five or ten minutes, and then it went to a commercial. And I couldn't, um, yeah. I was very unhappy with that. Not because I had to sit through commercials, but because they, they said it was going to be a simulcast. And right. within, you know, you guys were, the BBC was done about half an hour before we finally got done, I think. Well, I was shocked when I got the TVR, and it said it was like over two hours. I was just like, it should have just been an hour, because it was an hour episode, and then simulcast, but well, they had it was a, like real, they had that stupid, that stupid show with those annoying... So they put in almost an hour's worth of commercials? Yeah. Well, it, it, was, it was a lot. It of started, what, quarter of two? Yep. yep. Okay. And it was scheduled, my DVR had it recording to 3.30, but it ended more closer to 2.15. No, sorry, 3.15. So it went an hour and a half. So it went about half an hour longer than it's supposed to. So about a half an hour worth of commercials. Yes. That's nuts. It is. And I felt like they were cutting stuff out of it. I mean, and they ended up cutting the end credits and the whatever. So um, normally, I'm just going to put this on record and say, normally I don't watch BBC America, but I did in this case because it was at the same time. And I thought if I had known what they were going to do, I probably would have been stubborn and said, okay, I'll wait. And five minutes afterwards, I'll, I'll be able to watch it on my own, some other method, or try the method, the other method to do it, to watch it live. But... I didn't feel like going through that, but so BBC America, I, I've never been a fan of them. They speed things up and they, um, you know, they show, oh, that's the other thing. They show coming up, like you're watching it and you're going, he's on the bike again? When the, wait a minute, is he, why is he on the bike again? Oh, that's a coming up, like coming up on BBC America and they show him on the bike again. So they basically yeah. give you spoilers while you're watching the episode. Glad I have a VPN. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was not very happy. BBC America. I have notes here. It says, "Go to hell, BBC America." So I guess I was very there mad at the time. So many. I, I mean, I went since I didn't watch it live, and you were on talking on Messenger, and she, <laughs> Julia goes, "What a good episode!" And Ken's like, "I still got thirty something minutes left to go." Yeah. I was like, "Wait a minute! I thought it was supposed to be simulcast and." No. Well, I guess not. That was kind of disappointing. I mean, especially if someone was going to watch it and live tweet it, and then it was yeah. a commercial, and then they would have to, oh, wait a minute, it's being spoiled for me on social media. Yeah. They have, yeah. you know, that's, I thought what they wanted was they had a simu worldwide simulcast yep. that they could have people talking about on social media at the same time. But apparently we... Yeah, you know, it, it is ridiculous. If you're going to simulcast it, one hour of television without commercials is not going to kill you. Even because they're repeating it at 8 o'clock with the stuff from New York Comic Con that took place after this episode, which they could load tons of commercials in there because... Everyone's going to watch it again. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, so... Now, another thing I want to complain about, because I haven't done enough complaining, 
is the um, coming soon uh, oh god teaser did you, you did you saw you saw the, the the parody one I sent you right no I haven't seen that yet um, have you seen the coming soon Julia yeah. Well, yep. yeah, you saw the broadcast. In BBC America, they didn't show it, so at least they didn't show it initially. It wasn't really a coming soon. It was more a list of who's going to be on this season for special guests. Yeah, and who cares? I wanted to see uh, clips from episodes. Well, I, I recognized one name, and I went online to the BBC, to the Doctor Who thing, and most of the people on the forum were going, who are these people? And it, they're, they're not well known. If you were going... You know, if you're going to say, um, you know, all these famous people are going to be in it, then you would look at it and go, wow, you know, but it's just a bunch of, it's, it's, it's the main actors and actresses that are going to be in the next season. So why do it that way? Are you looking forward to the season after seeing that? I didn't know who half those people were. No, I didn't know any of them except for one. Which one did you know? Um, what's his name? I, I can't remember his name now, but... Oh, uh, the guy from James Bond there. Yeah, uh, J yeah, Bond, the guy. Yeah, Sean Bean. No, not Sean Bean, no. but uh, Alan Sean Dooley. Cumming. Alan Cumming? Yeah, Alan Cumming. Yeah. Oh, Alan Cumming. Yeah. I was excited to see him. I love him. It was, that stunt was so John Nathan Turner. Because John Nathan Turner in the 80s was so into, I need to get, you know, guest stars, you know, like Cumberbatch's mother, the the, the, the people from uh, Keeping Up Appearances. He always wanted to get, you know, we got to have these big name guest stars. Yeah, so, it's called, and that, it's that called reminded Stunt me Cat. just so much of a John Nathan yeah. Turner stunt. But but nobody seemed to, I wasn't, I don't think those names are that famous, so I have a more cynical answer. If you disagree with me, please speak up because it, I'm, what I'm going to say is going to be very uh, non-PC, but most of that cast was very, the, the, the whole cast was very diverse, and I feel like they wanted, I feel like someone yelled at the BBC last year and said, you're, you're, you're not casting diverse enough, and so they went ahead and they brought in a bunch of diverse characters from this season, and they're, sh they're saying, look, see what we're doing? It's, there's a lot yeah, of... Yeah, that did, that did seem like that's it was like a hey, look at what. Yeah, you're right. It's like a look at what we're doing. I felt like that because it. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I you know I maybe they're just trying to reflect the population of Britain more than they already you know than they have in the past. It was a bit. That's it's, a good. It's been a yeah, very a white show. You know, and yeah. Britain is not a very white country anymore. No, I know. But I I feel like, do you have to be doing? If you're going to do that, that's fine. But don't sit there and, and I don't know, I, I wanted to see something that got me jazzed up for the rest of the season. And I haven't seen that yet. They showed next week's episode. Looks kind of interesting. But... Yeah, I wanted to see more clips of this season. Something to get me like, like oh yeah, I want to see that. That, that. that alien looks kind of cool. No, but instead but it was we're like, seeing all these people. Like, it's like, and they... this, these are the guest stars of this season. Yeah, I was and, like, and it looked I like, really don't care. It looked like a season, like a, a preview of a season of an interview uh, show. It was like, it was here's, like who, here's who we're going to interview this year. Dun, 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 you know, it's... It was like a 1970s movie trailer for like some disaster film. 
starring John Wayne, starring Captain yeah, Hepburn, but none of them were famous you know, names. Bogart. Yeah, it was like that's what it felt like. It was like one of those old 50, 60, 70 type uh, movie trailers where they and this is the cast that's going to be in you know the uh, Murder on the Orient Express. You know, and I'm like, but I mean, if they had like a you know, all these famous people from Britain, like, you know, the cast of Game of Thrones, if they were all in this, then then it'd be like, okay, now you have something to boast about, but instead they're boasting, you know, I'm not saying that they're not famous, but it, it just, who cares, you know, I don't know. They're famous, I think they're more well-known in Britain, definitely, because, yeah. I mean, I, knew, I know Lee Mack, I know who Lee Mack is, okay. but that's because I watch a lot, that's because I watch QI, and I watch a lot of British television, and so... Some of the people look familiar. Lee Mack and Alan Cumming are the only two I can think of off the top of my head. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know them. I like them. One's funny. One's a great actor. I'm a little surprised Alan Cumming is in this, to be honest with you. Yeah. But that oh, he's going to be playing the master. Watch. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So J Jeff's right, though. This is a J&T stunt. I mean, maybe. Because I, I don't care about who's – I've never – well, I personally don't care who's in the show. I just want good episodes. I don't care if – um, Benedict Cumberbatch is playing a Cyberman and we never see him. I don't care. I, I mean, I just want right, a good right. story. What? Well, yeah, and I actually like it better when I, I'm watching the show and I'm like, oh, hey, that's that guy from that okay. thing. Well, some people are like that, and that's fine. I mean, um, do you follow the Kardashians? No. Okay. <laughs> but, it, it, but that's the way it's been since beginning of Hollywood, people fall in love with the stars and they want to follow the stars and stuff, and I've just never been into yeah. that. I don't care. <laughs> no, I don't. I, yeah, I don't care either, but I do, I, uh, like I said, I would have preferred it if I went, oh, hey, that's, that's Lee Mack. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, anyhow, it's a minor thing. It, it's just something that I don't know. I was, I kind I, of... I don't, care, well, I don't care one way or the other that they did that. It didn't bother me. Yeah, I don't care. It bothered me a little bit, but... I, yeah, have, I, I have to have something to bother me, otherwise, you know. Right. I wanted to see clips. I didn't care who was yeah. guest starring. I mean, come on, who cares? So going back to this episode, um, I think it's a good start. I'm not, I wasn't blown away by it. I'm not saying, oh, wow, she's definitely my favorite doctor now. You know, that, that stuff is still in play, but it's not. Um, it's way too early for yeah. that. Um, yeah, there's only been one episode. Give her, give her a few, and you, you can make a judgment later on. Yeah. Or wait, watch the whole series and then reflect and like, well, you know, this wasn't bad, or she was better than I thought, and stuff like that. You know, you can't just judge on one, one story. No. I think the biggest thing is if they can keep this tone going, and make it feel a little different and not have anything that's in it that's there was nothing in this episode that I went oh that's stupid uh, it, it, which Moffat and Russell Davis would always there would always be something in there even the best episodes I would look at it and go oh no why did they just do that and there's not really nothing in that episode except for throwing the bike six miles down the mountain or whatever but that was just, that was just... anything else about this no, I mean, I think, no. I think it was a good start. Yeah. And, and I think she seems like she's going to be pretty good. I mean, she's, I don't know if you guys have seen her on any of the shows. She's been making the rounds, and she's charming yeah. as a person. Just very likable. And Yeah, I, I didn't, um, 
I didn't have any major problems with her whatsoever, and I, I'm, I can't wait to see her in other situations. Yeah. That's what kind of that defines a doctor is, okay, she's she's so far she was a little out of sorts and she guessed something and got it wrong, which is great to me because you don't want someone that's too powerful where she knows everything. Um, I like the scatterbrain sort of feel to it and. Um, I do too, but I hope that that doesn't continue. Well, I, I don't mind when she's wrong. Sometimes I also don't mind if she, I, I like the when she's ex, the eccentric, like eccentric ability yeah. of the doctor. Like Matt Smith had that a lot, where he was talking with his hands and stuff, and I kind of like that a little bit as long as it's not overdone, like Matt Smith. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I guess. Yeah, it was it was a good good start. So yeah. let's hope they don't blow it. <laughs> it's a better start than Capaldi's episode. Was, was Capaldi's deep breath? Yeah. <laughs> See, I like deep breath a lot. There's the one a... with the dinosaur? You did? I didn't like the dinosaur, but I like the rest of it. I, I like a lot of elements of it, but I don't. I like I like a lot of it because of some of the way it was filmed and with uh, Clara and how she had to hold her breath and everything. I don't know. Mm, maybe I thought he was probably... I think I liked him better in his first episode than I like her so far. Hmm. I, I, I know I'm, you're not agreeing with me, but... Um, I, I like Capaldi a lot, so it's going to be hard for, for Jody's going to beat him out, I think. She needs to I work. like Capaldi a lot, too. I just don't think he was very well served. I don't think he had good writing. Oh, no, you're right and, about or that. Or good direction. Or oh, good yeah, that, that's, a, that's a given. He yeah. was let you're, down by, by the writing. You're definitely, you're definitely right on that. And so I'm hoping that they can do both in this. I hope they can keep her where she is right now and, and keep expanding on that and come up with better stories to better, like you just said, better serve her. Mm -hmm. And so far, they've done good. It's 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 not like a the episode that knocks it out of the park, but it's definitely something that I, I can't well, it's help. not the worst debut story. No, of course not. Of course and it's not. not the you know it's not my well it, it was okay. It wasn't the worst. It, it's well for so, me. It's the the opening episodes for most of the doctors are really bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is probably one of the better ones actually but yeah yeah yep i liked matt smith's opening episode yeah that was pretty good i think tenet's was blah because he was hardly in it yeah he was, it was asleep a, yeah it was asleep for the half the whole episode yeah, practically that was bad it's a christmas special i don't like those <laughs> especially that one with the Christmas tree, did it starts doing the music and everything? It's just stupid. Anyways, the good old days. Nope. So we're all thumbs up on this, um, and we hope it could continue. And maybe we'll see some clips from upcoming episodes that don't include a bunch of people's names. And um, maybe she'll find a TARDIS before the end of the season. Yeah, hope she finds it. Hopefully she finds it next week. <laughs> I don't want this to be like a continuing storyline. Well, weren't they thing. on a different planet? They were on another planet next week. Yeah. 
Well, she probably, they I'm probably hoping get, the TARDIS they, is like in space and she opens it up and saves them all before they all, you know, suffocate. They probably get rescued by a ship. Maybe That's she created an air corridor. Or maybe she'll build a TARDIS. That's what I thought she was going to do when she built that Sonic. I thought she was going to rebuild the TARDIS. I'm like, how is she going to do that? Okay. I think that's it, then. I think that's it. Okay, thanks for listening. Yep.